Hello, I'm film and television composer Clive Coburn. I loved writing the score for that film. It was very slow moving, so there were a lot of times when melody was not out of place. I say that because melody is not often used anymore in feature films. When it is, it can make the film dated, but more importantly, it can detract from the drama. Don Selwyn was a singer, and among other things, he was using the film as a showpiece for Maori operatic singers and the two he had chosen were Mary Boynton and William Winnetana. I had from Friday till Tuesday to write the two most important songs in the film, record the synth mock-up backings and deliver them to Auckland for the singers to sing to. Later, the music would be recorded with the orchestra and the singers would be overdubbed, but the synchronisation would have been done, which was the most important thing for the filming. It was huge pressure and with some planning could have been avoided, the song that Mary Boynton had to sing needed to be threatening in Spanish. The women who sing Spanish flamenco are often pitched very low. The Liberame in the Verdi Requiem features a soprano who is at the bottom of her range. It's a frightening sound. Here's a piece of it. I had to find the perfect key for Mary. So I got a flight on one of those little pencil planes from Wellington to her home in Gisborne. Mary met me and shouted out her car window rudely but with affection to several people she knew on the way home. She was a local girl who was obviously well loved and she also loved the song including my plan to put her at the bottom of a range. We found the perfect key for her and then I got another pencil home. Mary's song had to be Spanish as it was in a scene with the Prince of Aragon who was courting the leading lady of Portia. But a more important reason for pitching a low was to be like the voices of the women who sing Spanish flamenco music. I cast Carol Hempton, another Maori artist, as the flamenco guitarist. Her part had to be in total sync with the orchestra. To protect against a possibly fraught situation, I decided to record her first. By a fraught situation, I mean that Carol would never have played in front of an orchestra before and it would have been very stressful to do so, or so I thought. To avoid that, I dummied up Carol's part on a synth keyboard and she somehow deciphered what I was on about. Carol is a little lady and has even had guitars made to fit, but there's nothing little about the sound she makes and her performance was as good as I could have wished for. So she was pre-recorded and could play her part in as relaxed a mood as we could create together. Just the musician on her own to a guide track. This is the Prince of Aragon. Shakespeare wrote The Merchant of Venice, and he was anti-Semitic and he didn't do a lot for the world view on Jewish people with his character of Shylock the moneylender, who wanted his pound of flesh. That's been an awful image that Jewish people have had to put up with for centuries. 
At one stage, it seemed to take forever for dear old Shylock to leave a room, so I decided to write something melodic. I used solo violin that I wanted to be played in klezmer style, which means extremely passionate, and the Jewish people used to use it. The scene is the lonely old man being discarded by his daughter. Then we had to record in the Michael Fowler Centre in Wellington. Apart from the two songs I mentioned, I never had to demonstrate any of the music to Don, so he had no idea of what I'd composed for him. On the recording day, it was almost lunchtime and we'd already recorded several cues when I noticed some heads in the dark recesses at the end of the stalls of the auditorium. I called out, Is that you, Don? Yep, came the reply. He had no more to say and I was grateful. I've heard nightmare stories about composers having to rewrite music cues while an orchestra is waiting right there in front of them. The musicians would write down the new notes he would call out to them. William Winnetana's song was a vocal version of the film's opening titles. Hidden Melbourne wrote the lyrics for both of these songs in just two or three minutes. I was standing beside him when he did it. I think he may have selected some text from the script. This is Patanio's song. Thanks for listening.